0: Another week, another podcast. Let's do this. Hey everyone, Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. All right, everyone, I'm starting up the Frankie D Show. I'm your host, Frankie D. Thank you. As always, thank you. Alrighty, people. Sorry again about uh, the technical difficulties from last week. I had a bunch of them. That was a pain in the ass. It's happened the last couple weeks, so if I can't figure this uh, YouTube thing out, I'm going to start live streaming on another platform that I have used before that I'm pretty comfortable with. And then I'm just going to, for the people that really only listen to me on YouTube... I'll throw the videos up on YouTube, so you can still watch or, you know, listen to it on YouTube. You just won't, it just won't be live, but it seems like a lot of you listen just to the recording anyway, so it should be fine, but we'll see how it goes in the next couple weeks. We'll see if YouTube keeps uh, screwing with me. I I really don't even know. I don't think it's YouTube, actually. I think it's just, uh, I don't even know what, some errors just going on that's slowing my computer down, really. Okay, I'll plug the show real quick, and then we will uh, get into some topics. So everyone, if you're listening on YouTube, subscribe to The Frankie D Show. Smash that subscribe button. Give me the thumbs up. Ding the bell. Do all that good stuff. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any of that stuff, subscribe to me on there, The Frankie D Show. And follow the show on Instagram and Twitter. At the Frankie D Show. So again, you just have to remember the Frankie D Show and you will find me. I need to start uploading to the Instagram and Twitter more. I always forget to. Okay, let's get into some topics now. Oh crap, I meant to do a... Big tits. One of those, there we go. Big tits. Okay, so first thing I want to talk about today, I saw Cardi B... She's looking for a house in New Jersey. I'm not happy about that. Born and raised in New Jersey, I don't want to see Cardi B here. I, I got to be honest with you. She's just not a person I want to see here. You know, and the, the thing about her is, too, she's looking in the north air in the North Jersey area. That's where, literally where all the idiots live in Jersey. North, northeast Jersey. That's where all the idiots lived. She's looking there, so I mean, I guess it suits her well. But, but honestly, I want to. Does she live in New York City right now? Like, where does she live that she's looking in New Jersey? Like, I I just thought she lived in Los Angeles. So you know, the fact that she's wants to move, if she does live in Los Angeles again, I have no clue where she lives. I you know, I'm not a Cardi B fan. I don't keep up with her whatsoever at all. But I I just thought she lived in uh, Los Angeles. So what makes her want to move to New Jersey? I could see if she does live in Los Angeles, her wanting to get out of the city. And, you know, and she doesn't, uh, you know, want to... There's a lot of, like, danger going on in Los Angeles right now, right? A a big homeless problem, lots of danger ever since uh, COVID started. So I could see her wanting to get out of the city. And if she lived in New York City, I could... See her wanting to move to New Jersey because getting you know New, Manhattan right now is insane. Well, not even just Manhattan, New York City in general, Brooklyn, Manhattan. You know, it's it's insane. The crime has spiked so much ever since COVID started, and I, so I could see her wanting to move out of uh, New York City if that's where she lived into Jersey. But I just thought she lived in Los Angeles. If if anyone knows where uh, she lives, I type in call in or something. The uh I didn't even plug the number. That number is 732 844 0059. Again, 732 844 0059 and that number is in the YouTube description. So, yeah, She's trying, apparently she's looking for houses in New Jersey, uh, near the Hudson River, so she's going to be near New York City, so I guess she wants to be by the city, but if, again, if she does live in Los Angeles, why wouldn't she just look for outside of the city in California? What's bringing her to my state? We've already got enough stupid people here, we don't need any more. And, you know, she's going to be in that Taylor Ham area. She's going to literally, if I, if she moves to New Jersey and I hear her preach Taylor Ham, we're going to have some problems. It's poor girl, people. I've talked about it many times. It's not Taylor Ham. And you got a lot of weak minded people too. You you see a lot of people going like, oh my God, Cardi B called it Taylor Ham. I guess that's what it's called. It's like, no, don't be a weak minded idiot. It's poor girl. My God, I I just don't really understand what's, uh, you know, bringing her to uh, New Jersey, if she is going to move here. Or did she already buy the house? I don't even know if she bought the house. I think she was just looking from what I saw. Uh, I don't know. Let's, uh, I got an article on it. We'll see what the article says. I'll go through that. So, this article says, "Up oh, are my technical diff? Okay, they're not. <laughs> I thought we were starting already. I was going to be like, people, next week we are on a different platform. All right, no. Uh, Cardi B rocks a vibrant bodysuit, which clings to her growing baby bump while house hunting with husband Offset in New Jersey. I wonder where she's originally from. I'm going to look that up real fast. Is she originally from, like, New Jersey, New York? I really know nothing about this chick at all, besides the fact that she used to be a stripper, and now she's a rapper. Um, okay, it says she was born in Washington Heights, uh, New York, New York. Okay, so she is from that area. But where does she reside? She, wow, she's only 28. I didn't realize she was that young. I thought she was older. Um, let's see. I want to know where, where does Cardi B reside? This says, this was from February 1st, 2021. Located in Atlanta's high-end suburb, Buckhead, the couple's home is 22,000 square feet of opulence. And if Buckhead rings a bell, you likely recognize the neighborhood for its... Other celebrity residents, which has included Elton John, Tyler Perry, and Kenny Rogers. Uh, well, Kenny Rogers is dead. Uh, Cardi B, though, it looks like so. She it looks like she lives in Atlanta, which is not New Jersey. I, I mean, I guess if she still has family in New York, I guess it makes sense to move to Jersey. I don't want her here, though. Move to another part of New York. Why are you move to Jersey? I don't know. We, we've got uh, we've got our own famous people that live here. We got Bon Jovi. At least he, he grew up in New Jersey. He's a Jersey guy. He's a you know Jersey guy at heart. Him, Bruce Springsteen. I don't know if Bruce Springsteen still lives here. I think he still has a house here. In fact, I think he got arrested in uh, the Sandy Hook area last year, which is you know like a beach uh, kind of area, sort of. It's not like the Jersey Shore beach area that. You'd usually think of, but it's Sandy Hook's a beach. Um, So yeah, we have our own celebrities that live here that live in very expensive houses. It's funny, though, because I feel most of the celebrities that actually live in Jersey live in, like, middle to south, you know, central to south Jersey. You'd think that a lot of them would live in north Jersey, because that's what's really close to New York City, but a lot of them live in... I'm trying to... uh, Bon Jovi, I know. He lives... In Monmouth County. He lives in Middletown, I think. Or Rumson, something like that. Um, anyway. So yeah, that, that's Central Jersey. I don't know where Bruce Springsteen lives or lived, but I'm thinking it's somewhere in the same area because he performed a lot at uh, the Stone Pony in Asbury Park. So yeah, we have our own celebrities. Cardi B, please stand Jersey. And if you do move to Jersey, and I hear you say Taylor Ham once, I am going to riot. I am going to get all the pork roll people from literally the rest of the state. We're in Central Jersey that the North Jersey people don't even believe exist. Uh, and everyone in uh, Central and South Jersey calls it pork roll. We will riot. Okay? Okay, so let's uh, see what this article says about Cardi B. She's due to give birth her second child later this year. Later this year, what? It looks like she's ready to burst. Like in that picture, I thought she was. I thought she was literally like due within like a week. Holy crap! Oh my god. Okay, so it says and Cardi B appeared to be searching out for new luxury digs for her family for her growing family as she went house hunting with her husband Offset in New Jersey. The 28-year-old rapper rocked a vibrant, geometric-shaped bodysuit, which clung to her growing baby bump as she toured penthouses overlooking the Hudson River. Cardi took maternity chick to an entirely new level wearing a tight jumpsuit with spaghetti straps and a plunging neckline. Man, they really, they, sp- the author really cares about what she wore. I don't give a shit about what she wore. Bright shades of gray. I don't care what she wore. Why would they even put this in an article? We could see in the picture what she wore. Right, if anyone's curious about what she wore, it's a really tight outfit with a lot of colors made up of blue and green. Okay? Uh, she stayed comfortable wearing... Oh, we're still in uh, her clothes. She stayed comfortable wearing nude sandals and added a touch of bling with a diamond choker necklace to match her massive engagement ring. Okay, not really relevant to moving a jersey at all. Uh there's a video here. Let's see, I wonder if it'll let me play it. Last week I was having problems with this. I uh, there's a stupid uh, little ad thing right now that I'm not playing, but it should be playing after this the video. Let's see. Skip ad. Oh, here it is. yeah, me. Oh. Do bad, do a bad, do a bad do a what? B- what the hell is she saying <laughs> alright so there was a lot of bleeps there I, I heard like you know the effort I couldn't even tell what she was saying Man, that kind of mouth she really belongs in like Sleaside with Snucky and the rest of them No, I'm, ju- I'm joking I like Snucky and the rest of the Jersey Shore people but damn yeah that mouth does belong more in that seaside area my god Let's see, Offset, whose full name is Kiari Kendrell Cephas, hopefully I said that right, opted for an all-black ensemble complete with neo-green Nikes. Man, they this author really cares about what these people wore. I guess they realize it really isn't uh, too much of a story, so they're like, let's talk about what they're wearing. That really brings in the ratings, right? That really brings in people wanting to read our articles. People can see what they're wearing in the article. Uh, The couple reportedly toured a few multi-million dollar high-rise apartments just minutes from New York City. The Grammy award-winning musician announced she was pregnant with her second child while performing at the BET Awards in June. And... Let's see. Alright, we'll read this little last part. Her debut studio album, Invasion of Privacy, earned her incredible accolades after its release in 2018, and she recently received another number one song with her track, WAP, which featured Megan The Stallion. Uh, I know I'm a role model because I know there's a lot of women like me. Oh, yeah, she's a role model, all right. If she's a real role model, if she moves to Jersey, will she? If she calls it pork roll, she's a role model. that'll be one of the things. And you know, there'd be a couple things, but that'd be one of the ways I'd be like, "All right, you've you've sort of got my blessing." You, there's a couple things she'd have to do, but if she was calling it pork roll, I'd be like, "All right, you're a role model." At the end of the day, I know I'm a bitch that made it through because I worked my ass off. Not because luck fell on my thighs. Uh, she said during a recent interview with Billboard after earning the Woman of the Year Award. The rapper has had nine top ten hits on the Billboard Hot 100 since her breakthrough single, Bodak Yellow. Is it bad that I don't think I've ever heard a Cardi B song? I actually, I might have, that's a lie. I think when that WAP song came out, since everyone was talking about it, Uh, I gave it a listen. I don't remember what it sounded like. I probably just didn't like it. And was like, okay, I won't listen to that again. A big reason why I listened to it is everyone said the music video was like, whoa. So I uh, gave it a look. But I was like, I don't know. Uh, Maybe I didn't think it was that uh, outrageous, the video. And hip-hop is not my favorite genre. I mean, growing up, a lot of Eminem played and stuff, so I liked him just because he was very popular as I was growing up, and then I guess with when well, straight out of Compton came out and I had a, and I watched that I thought they were good, but for the most part hip hop is not my favorite. Respect for the genre though. Uh, let's see the very last piece of this article. Cardi and Offset have publicly battled marital issues through the years, and she filed for divorce in September amid claims she. He cheated throughout their relationship, but she called it off one month later. I wonder what happened. He just apologized every day. I wonder if she doesn't have a prenup or something. She makes a lot more money than him, so she's like, crap, I don't want to give him all my freaking money. Let's see. It's hard to not talk to your best friend, she said on Instagram Live when talking about the reconciliation. You know what I'm saying? It's really hard not to talk to your best friend. Yeah, I guess I know what you're saying. Okay. That's really all I had about uh, Cardi B there. I just, I don't know. I'm actually, like, scared New Jersey's going to get a lot of stupid celebrities in it. It's like, move to New York City if you want to be in the city. At at least move to New York State. Don't Don't be coming to Jersey. But, I don't know, she'll be part of that stupid Northeast Jersey area. That'd be funny, though, if she came and took on and, and, and she, like, acted like a Central or South Jersey person, was calling a poor girl, believes there's a Central Jersey. I'd be like, all right. I guess we can accept uh, her living here. Okie dokes. Damn. I got, I got this uh, next topic I'm going to do, and then I'm definitely going to have to do a trivia break because I got to pee so freaking bad. I got a medical problem, though, this week. I have an excuse. Usually it was just me having to pee just because I got to pee a lot. Okay, so the next thing uh, I'm going to be talking about is apparently OnlyFans is going PG. Apparently they are going to ban sexually explicit content on there. So I think this is a terrible decision on their part. I mean, that's what got them known, right? I didn't even know what OnlyFans was until I heard a bunch of hot new chicks were on it. So, you know, that's literally what has gotten them known. What, what do they think is going to be on there? I thought that's really what all it was made for. I thought, you know, you just had a bunch of uh, chicks that wanted to make money, so they were like, well, I don't want to do, like, porn porn. Like, you know, have a person tell me what to do. I don't really want to have sex with other people on camera. I mean, maybe some of them do that on OnlyFans. I don't know. I don't, I've never subscribed to an OnlyFans, so I can't really say exactly what goes on. But what I do know goes on are there's videos and pictures of naked chicks on there. Topless, naked, whatever they put on there. And I know that made OnlyFans blow up. So now it appears they're going PG. First the WWE, and now OnlyFans. It never works out. You never turn your back on what makes you famous. Now you are supposed to, I believe, stay ahead of the evolution. You don't want to play catch up. However, this isn't. I, I doubt this is part of their evolution. Why they want to go? Uh, why? Why they want to ban sexually explicit content? I can't even guess. They probably think it's a money thing. They probably think we're going to lose money. However, don't they make a lot of their money from... P- I could be wrong about this. I, again, I've never subscribed to an OnlyFans. I don't have an OnlyFans. But doesn't o- OnlyFans make their money like Patreon? When people subscribe to your OnlyFans, they get a certain percentage of the money you're making off of it. Again, I don't know how that works. I think Patreon might get a lot of people. If uh, this is what OnlyFans is doing, they'll just you know switch to another platform. I don't really know Patreon's rules. Who knows they if they allow nudity or not? But you know, there's a lot of chicks that make a lot of money from OnlyFans, and now they're <laughs> and now they're going to be told that they can't post the stuff they were posting. That's what makes the money. I don't know. I think that's a very very stupid of them. I think the company will go out of business without the nudity. If that's what really got... That, that was like from Playboy. They stopped putting nudity in their magazines, right? That's what Playboy was known for. Without the nudity... It, like, who cares? There's a, not, there's a lot of nudity for free online. So if you're gonna, like, take the nudity away... Then, like, people really aren't gonna want you know, go to that, uh, website. Cause there's just no point. I don't know. Like I said, I think Patreon, I, I've only seen Patreons for, uh, like podcasters, content creators, stuff like that. So I don't know their rules over there. I think because they're behind a paywall that you're pretty safe over there. I thought that was the same with OnlyFans. You're behind a paywall that you're pretty safe. Again, I don't exactly know the reason though for OnlyFans, uh, decision on this I don't know if they have ads anywhere and they're like oh our advertisers don't want nudity anymore it's kind of like well, why'd your advertisers even get involved then if that is the case I don't know if that's the case I didn't think there were any advertisers because again, you know you're paying for whosoever OnlyFans you want to see right but if that is the case the advertisers why would they get involved then when they know that's what the website was about I don't know I think people need to make personal websites more popular. You have your own domain. You have your own website. The, pro- the problem with that is it's hard to get people to your website a lot. But then again, I feel it's kind of hard to get people to your podcast too. I guess a website's harder. But I think uh, people need to find a way. And I'm not a business person. It needs to be a content creator really because if a business person does it, it always comes down to you know it'll start good and then a couple years later there's always something bad that happens whether it's censorship or something like this with only fans so uh but there needs to be a like a content creator that not only has their own website they can come up with something that makes it easy for people to find their websites kind of like you know youtube is a website and it makes it easy for people to find videos Right? There's an algorithm there. Maybe there needs to be a separate website that makes it easy to find people's personal websites. However, that can't be created by a business guy because then sooner or later there will be censorship there. And they'll be like, oh, your website is not allowed to be on this website because you broke the rules. It's like, well, what the hell? I mean, you'll still have your own website, but if it's not on that one, it might, you know, it's going to be hard for people to find you. I don't know. I got a, a New York Post article about this OnlyFans thing. So let's see what the uh, let's see what the New York Post says about it. Only fan creators feel screwed over by sexually explicit content. Man, yeah, I feel screwed over too. If you're willing to, if you're willing to put uh, naked pictures of yourself on there to make money, I say more power to you. I am a fan of any website that has hot naked chicks on it. Okay, so let's see. OnlyFans doesn't have a lot of fans right now and its content creators feel screwed over. The sexy streaming platform known for NSFW, I think that stands for Not Safe for Work, uh, videos and nudes galore, is going from X-rated to possibly PG. Ugh. Announcing it will prohibit users from posting any sexually explicit content. The very concept it was created for. Exactly, it was created for that, and it's been very successful. These business people are getting so stupid. They think of... Okay, I, then again, I guess I should read the rest of this article before I say that. I, in my head, they're doing it because they think it'll, in the long run, make them more money. And in my head, I think in the long run, it could put them out of business. Let's see. It's all because the platform, which boists over 130 million users... Wow, that's a lot of users. ...has decided sex does not indeed sell. All right, that is just false. What like, where do they get that from? At least when it comes to wooing mainstream advertisers. Okay, so they do have advertisers. And I wonder, is the bulk of their uh, income from advertisers? I thought their revenue would come from, like I said, like Patreon. Like I think they take like 30% of uh, what you make. But I, I guess at that point, at least you don't have to pay to make a domain. Like, it kind of sucks, like, that they take 30% of your money, but if you have to make a domain, that takes time to make something, and, uh, it, it also costs you money to make a domain, you know, your own personal website. Let's see. I'm beyond disappointed in OnlyFans' decision. Angry and betrayed would be a little, would be a more accurate description, Courtney Talia a woman's life coach who rakes in between twenty thousand to a hundred thousand monthly on OnlyFans from her seventeen thousand subscribers told the post. Yeah, I mean people are making livings on this thing. It's funny. I feel like if you would have done like porn in the past or even Playboy, people like look down on you. It's like wow, you gotta you gotta be naked to make money. And now it's like hell yeah, if you can make that money being it, go for it. People don't look down on that anymore. All right, what else does it say? It was really a surprise to everybody in the industry. Added, I don't know how to pronounce this, Matlin Ward, the former star of the Disney Channel's Boy Meets World. Ah, the Disney Channel Boy Meets World. That means uh, that's the chick from Boy Meets World that started doing porn. That's hilarious. Uh, Let's see, who is now a successful adult performer. And they're really, and they're all really freaking out, right? Now, it's really cruel what they've done at this time in the world. I so I think what these people got to do is cap is try to capitalize on the downfall here. They got to try to bring their subs. They should now try to make their own website, unless they want to try the Patreon thing out. Again, they take thirty percent of uh, your money, but make your own website and try to bring your followers over. No one can cancel you there. If you have your own website, as far as I know, you own the domain. No one can cut you off. I know, uh, there was this really hot chick. She's still alive, uh, Cindy Margolis. If I remember correctly, again, this, she was, uh, I guess a little before my time. She made, like, her living, and this was, like, early internet, basically from that. She had her own website, cindymargolis.com, and she didn't even get nude on it, but, I think she would basically sell pictures of herself in like lingerie and stuff. So I think these people, they have followings. Especially some of them, like Corinna Kopf. I think that's it. Yeah, Corinna Kopf. She's one of uh, David Dobrik's friends, a YouTuber. Not a fan of the vlog people, but I do know who she is because she's pretty hot. And I know she makes like a million or four million, or I don't even know, a month from OnlyFans. Yet she's, part of David Dobrik's crew, so she definitely has a following, not just from OnlyFans, just in general. People know who she is. So she's got to get off of OnlyFans and get make her own website. Or if this is definitely happening, she should literally, in my opinion, not even go to a site like Patreon or a similar site like OnlyFans and Patreon, she should just make her own website and just start right now getting people over to her website as they're uh, still paying for her, so she's still making the money. And then when this happens, bam, she's on her own website. Let's see what else this article has to say. While OnlyFans vowed to continue to host an in- an inclusive community of creators and fans, when it relaunches in a Disney-ified capacity in October, some of the site's finest are furious over losing a steady st- stream of income. What are people going to be putting on OnlyFans now? That's what I'm curious about. Like I said, like, I I feel like that's people's first idea of OnlyFans. Oh my god. OnlyFans will prohibit the posting of any content containing sexually explicit conduct. The company said in a statement, creators will continue to be allowed to post content containing nudity. Okay, wait, wait. Let's see what it says here. Creators will continue to be allowed to post content containing nudity as long as it is consistent with our acceptable use policy. So, see, I guess we got to read the acceptable use policy. I, it's saying you could still post nudity. So, why is it saying that they're banning ex. Uh, ex <clears throat> uh, I get, just lost my words there. Sexually explicit content. <laughs> All right. I wonder if it's going to say it here. Speaking to the Post, the company declined to elaborate on what's. Uh, sexually explicit entails, which has content creators confused and bracing for chaos. See, I don't... That's what I want to know, too. What exactly does sexually explicit mean? Because in the beginning, I thought maybe that just meant nudity. Now it's saying you could still post nudity. It just has to be in line with the acceptable use policy. I thought maybe they could still post, like, sexy pictures, like, in lingerie and stuff. But they wouldn't be able to post nudity anymore. But who the hell knows? Man... This this article's got me going now. I don't even look at anyone on on OnlyFans. A lot of times your pictures get leaked anyway of the people you want to see. In the absence of clarity and direction right now, it's creating even more stress and concern for us creators who aren't exactly sure what's going to happen to the following and business we've created on the platform. See, that's why these websites, even YouTube, they're really not safe websites to have a business on. Like, your account could just get... Like, shut down any day, and bam, you don't have a business anymore. Oh, let's see. Okay, you know what? I think uh, we've gotten basically enough of this article. I think we've got the gist of it. So, basically, OnlyFans is being very stupid. It seems... I don't know what this thing is. They're saying that they these people still will be able to post nudity. It doesn't seem like that, but I guess we'll find out. I think these uh, content creators that are posting new pictures of themselves should just make their own websites. They have the following now. Bring them over. Then no one can take them away from you. All right. I am going to uh, take a quick trivia break because I really got to pee. I see we got some people in the uh, chat here, T. TGY TV, Tim Gilby. Uh, thanks for listening, man. Let's see. That's as bad as Playboy not having nude women anymore. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. All righty. I'm going to play this uh, quick trivia break, and then I will be back. Sound good, people? All right. Trivia break. So I've got five different questions for five different categories. I'll start this off by reading off each category. Then I'll read each trivia question twice. After I go through all the trivia questions twice, I will then go through the answers. If you get any of the questions correct, here's a special congratulations from me, Frankie D. And if you get any of the trivia questions incorrect, then who really gives a crap? We're not playing for prizes. Sorry, people, if my quality's a little worse today. Had to use a different microphone. Should be back to normal next week. All right, let's get to this. So the categories are geography, history... Music, science, and animals. So, the first question, the category is geography. Which of these countries has the world's largest coastline at 152,100 miles? Is it the United States, Russia, Canada, or Australia? Again, which of these countries has the world's largest coastline at 152,100 miles? Is it the United States, Russia, Canada, or Australia? All right, going on to the next question. The category is history. In 1975, Gerald Ford appointed which president to be the director of the Central Intelligence Agency. Again, in 1975, Gerald Ford appointed which future president to be the director of the Central Intelligence Agency? That'd be the CIA. Alright, next question. The category is music. Name one of the two songs by the Beatles that hit number one on the charts and only had one word in the title. Again, name one of the two songs by the Beatles that hit number one on the charts and only had one word in the title. Next question, the category is Science. Ornithology is the study of what? Again. Ornithology is the study of what? Alright, next question. The last question. The category is animals. What is the name of the ferocious fish shaped like a torpedo which is found in warm seas and is closely related to the sea perch? Again, what is the name of the ferocious fish shaped like a torpedo which is found in warm seas and is closely related to the sea perch. All right. That's all the questions. Let's get to the answers. So the first question was, which of these countries has the world's largest coastline at 152,100 miles? Is it the United States, Russia, Canada, or Australia? That is Canada. My Canadian listener should have known that answer. All right. The next question is, was, uh, in 1975, Gerald Ford appointed which of the future presidents to be director of the Central Intelligence Agency? That was George Bush. The next answer is, uh, name one of the two songs by the Beatles that hit number one on the charts and only had one word in the title. That's help or yesterday. Next question was, Ornithology is the study of what? The answer is birds. And the last question was, What is the name of the ferocious fish, shaped like a torpedo, which is found in warm seas and is closely related to the sea perch? The answer to that is the barracuda. Alrighty, hope you guys enjoy trivia this week. And now, it is time to get back to the show. Alright people, we are back to the show now. Okay, so, real quick, before I do anything, want to plug that number again. (laughs) Well, I usually only plug it, like, you know, once or twice, but it is in the YouTube description. So, if anyone wants to call in, that number is 732-844-0059. Again, 732-844-0059. And again, that number is in the YouTube description. You know, I feel like that last topic kind of goes into my next topic uh, pretty well. Because this one has to, I even mentioned Playboy, this one has to do with Playboy. Apparently A&E is making a 10-part documentary series about Playboy. So I have a feeling this is just going to wreck Hugh Hefner. You know, he's always just, at this point, seemed like a scumbag. I feel like when I was younger, I feel the way people used to talk about him was, like, he was, like, a hero. People were, like, man, that guy, he just lives the life. That guy, he lives the life. He's around naked women all the time. Ah! And then, now, it's, like, that scumbag. Ugh. So, yeah, I feel like this is just gonna wreck him. Like... I feel like it's not really going to be a, uh, I don't know, an unbiased documentary. I mean, hey, if there's dirt to dish on them, let's hear it. But, I mean, if you get any feminist in here, in that in that documentary, they're clearly just going to beat the crap out of them. I do want to hear from the people, though, that were close with them, that lived with them, stuff like that. I mean, I'm sure he couldn't, I'm sure he was a sketchy dude overall, but. Who knows? Uh, Apparently, there'll be interviews with Holly Madison. So that was his ex from the girls next door. She's hot. And uh, apparently, former bunny mother, PJ Mastin. What the hell is a bunny mother? Was she, like, the head girlfriend? Or was she just in charge of all the uh, other chicks? So PJ Mastin's her name. I I really want to know what a bunny mother is. I wonder if she was always a bunny mother, or if they had multiple bunny mothers and she was just one of them. I don't know. I'm sure they're going to have a bunch of different chicks. I wonder if the three main ones from... Uh, i it Clearly, it says Holly Madison's going to be in the documentary. And it's 10 parts, so they, they're they going to have to have a lot of people in this. But uh, I wonder if the three main chicks... So, so Holly Madison's definitely... I wonder if the Kendra Wilkinson and... I, the other one's name was Bridget. I don't remember the, the last name. So my bad. But I wonder if... Uh, uh, Kendra and Bridget are going to be in the documentary. I feel like they should. That's what made their career, right? Playboy. And being on that show with you. I wonder what Pam Anderson thinks about him. She seemed to like him. I feel like a lot of people used to seem to like him. But she seemed to uh, like him. She was in Playboy, right? And I remember I saw someone with her. She was naked. She was kissing Hugh on the lips and stuff. So... I wonder what she thinks of him. I wonder what she thought of him then. I wonder what she thinks of him now. You know. Same with Jenny McCarthy. Like he made her career, right? I wonder if he was just like weird and creepy with all the celebrities or if it was only the ones that actually lived with him because Pam and Jenny McCarthy didn't live with in the Playboy Mansion, right? Honestly, with all the crap that's talked about Hugh Hefner... I'm thinking he doesn't give a shit. I'm thinking he does not care at all. He lived a long life. He was around hot naked women all the time. He had sex with a bunch of these hot women. He was in his pajamas, like, all the time. And he made millions. And then he died. I'm thinking, with you know, all the feminists that hated him. All the people that hated him and thought he was a scumbag. Since he made it through life so successful, he probably has to be put in his casket with his ass up so his haters can kiss it. I mean, you gotta give it to him. He was a very successful person. He sounded like a creep in a lot of ways, but he was very successful. See, I am very interested in people's lives. Like, when it comes to books, Like when people are like, oh, I prefer fiction, I like fantasy, I like Harry Potter, whatever... I've always been one. First, I kind of hate reading. I'm not going to lie. Um, but I, the stuff I do read, I usually like reading autobiographies because I do like learning about people. So I might have to check uh, this documentary out, see what it says. There's a quick article here. It's I actually read a lot of articles, as you could tell from the podcast. So we will see uh, what the article says about him. Probably won't go through the whole thing, but... Read a little bit, see what it says. So A&E will explore, this is from uh, Daily Mail, by the way. Guess I gotta give these people uh, credit for their articles, right? (laughs) Even though some of them are (laughs) very bad. Uh, So A&E will explore the darker sides of of the Playboy Empire in the forthcoming docuseries Secrets of Playboy. The 10-part docuseries is slated for an early 2022 premiere with the network dropping the very first trailer for Secrets of Playboy on Tuesday. It will not only unveil hidden truths behind Playboy, but it will also feature exclusive interviews with insiders, including Hugh Hefner's ex-girlfriend, Holly Madison, and former bunny mother, PJ Mastin. All right. So I had found that before. Um, in a statement, Elaine Frontaine Bryant, the executive vice president and head of programming for AE, described the series as being an unflinching look at the personal effects of Hugh Hefner's empire, while also exploring his legacy's larger influence on our society and modern day views of sexuality. She continued, The fantasy world of Playboy has been shrouded in secrecy for decades, and we are proud to lift the veil on those long-hidden stories. Uh, Let's see what else this has to say. Hefner passed away at the age of 91 in September 2017. Wasn't he a person? To me, he seemed like a person that literally was just going to live forever. I kind of thought he was going to outlive me. Like, I don't know. He just seems like one of those people. Let's see what else this says. And since his death, many former Playmates and employees of the Playboy founder have opened up about their experiences, whether they be positive or negative. For a lot of the negative ones, I would like to know. It seems like a lot of them went into the mansion with the idea, like, knowing what they were getting into. So I would like to know why they, they went want through with it. Like, I understand a lot of them were like, uh, or at least some of them were like, we need a place to live, we need to get the money, and this and that. Um, but if you knew it was going to be that bad, a lot of them said like, oh, no, we heard we would be having sex with Hef. It's kind of like, well, if you didn't want to, why'd you do it? Like, was the money and the living net important? Like, I don't know. I would really love to interview some of these people. I feel like people don't really ask these Playboy people Bunnies, the right questions. But uh, let's see. There's Holly Madison here. She seems like a very nice person. Very hot, too. I've enjoyed her naked multiple times. Um, And with Secrets of Playboy focusing on the darker notes in Playboy's lengthy history, Mastin opens the trailer with the ominous line, there was a side of Playboy that nobody wants to talk about. Well, that sounds terrifying. Mixed among the newly recorded interviews, with Hefner's staff and inner circle is a never-before-seen footage from the Playboy Mansion, as well as its respective properties and entities across the globe. Um, let's see. Another featured interviewee points uh, paints the public perception of Hugh Hefner as being an advocate for sexual freedom and the First Amendment, while Mickey Garcia, who worked as director of Playmate Promotions, claims the late publisher really did believe he owned these women. Yeah, I believe that. I believe he thought that. Later in the trailer, Madison admits that she didn't realize that getting into the Playboy world was a dangerous choice. Really? That's, I mean, that would, that'd be my first thought. You're living with a grandpa that's, literally surrounded by a bunch of naked women all the time. Like, I can't see him being a very normal dude. I mean, it's not like he just has his business and they come and they go home. He's having them live with him. Uh, The now 41-year-old model famously dated Hefner from 2001 until their split in 2008, which resulted in Madison moving out of the Playboy Mansion that She called home for seven years. Man, that was a long time to stay there for it to be that torture. It's not like she just did it, like, two, three years, get the publicity, get out. Like, she stayed seven years. That's a long time. During her stint as one of Hefner's girlfriends, Holly appeared on the hit e-reality series, The Girls Next Door, where she documented mansion life with her fellow playmates and Hefner. Lovers Kendra Wilkinson and Bridget Marquette. There's that. There's the name. Uh, Saginor, now 51, spent most of her childhood as at the Playboy Mansion and even had a room of her own at the residence from age 12. Her father, Dr. Mark Sagador, Sagin, Saginor, my bad, uh, was Hugh Hefner's personal physician, also known as Dr. Feelgood because he was known to dish out Prescription pills. Okay, so clearly, like I said, this documentary is a documentary's just going to wreck Hugh Hefner. Like, there's going to be no surviving. I, I mean, I, again, it's he's dead now. It doesn't matter to him. What would he care? He's dead. He made his millions. He's successful. I think he enjoyed his life a lot. Uh, let's just see. I just went to the bottom. Uh, Playboy printed its last issue in early 2020 with the magazine deciding to go digital due to constraints brought on by the COVID-19 pandemic. I wonder how well they're doing digital. I wonder what they were doing with, uh, the magazines. I don't think that company's doing very well at all anymore, but who knows? All right. That's all I got about the Hugh Hefner docuseries. I I think I got to be checking it out. I think it'll be very interesting. I'm sure, uh, We're going to find a lot of shit uh, about Hugh Hefner out. Some that we already know, and some that is going to be brand new where we're going to be like, holy crap. Okay, we're going to get to my last topic here. This one's an interesting one. Apparently, there's a woman who claims she's married to Michael Jackson's ghost. So, you know, as soon as I saw that, I was like, all right, I guess I got to talk about this because this is a little too entertaining. So she claims she's married to Michael Jackson's ghost and he uses her body to dance, sing, and eat cookies. So I'm curious if she's using Michael Jackson's ghost as an excuse to get fat because she's a pretty big chick. So I wonder if she's like, well, if I say I'm married to Michael Jackson's ghost and he's just taking over my body and he's eating these cookies, you know, as me then it's his fault. But it's like, why don't you dump the guy in then? got to divorce him. He's eating too much cookies. Her name's uh, Kathleen Roberts. She's a medium. Uh, and she claims she's a reincarnation of Marilyn Monroe. So, again, I got a, a silly Daily Mail article on her. Got to check. We got we to discuss this a little bit because this is just uh, very interesting. So, the article says, A medium has claimed that she is married to the ghost of Michael Jackson. And while the late singer won't have sex with her, ah, damn. He's playing hard to get. Like those little kids for years, but with this chick, I mean, maybe it's his fault. Maybe he's eating too many cookies. He's getting her too big, and he's just not that attractive to her, attracted to her anymore. But he stays married to her because he wants to keep eating these cookies. Uh, he likes to use her body to dance, sing, and eat cookies. No sexo. Kathleen Roberts, who also alleges to be the reincarnation of Marilyn Monroe, opened up about her relationship with the King of Pop in an online article she wrote last year saying he likes her childlike personality and small hands and feet. Well, I guess that's why you like children, the personality and they have small hands and small feet. In an accompanying video... She explained that Michael, who died in 2009, proposed to her clairvoyantly with a pink engagement ring and later had Martin Luther King Jr. officiate their wedding when she was getting out of the bathtub. Damn, she had all the freaking legends there. Alright, what else does it say? Kathleen claimed it was Michael's channeling her when she danced and sang in the videos shared on their TikTok and Instagram pages, but the accounts have since been deleted. Oh, why have they been deleted? I was I'm very curious to see what Michael's dancing like these days. Wanna see what kind of cookies he's into also. Wanna see if he's a chocolate chip guy, an Oreo guy? Damn. Uh, Michael stays in me all the time, so he comes to the restroom with me and calls these special bonding moments "toilet She wrote, saying he possesses her body, but not in a burdensome way. This is this is very interesting. Um, According to the physical medium who admitted her supernatural gifts have been mistaken as schizophrenia, the Billie Jean singer has been living inside her throughout their relationship, which has lasted several years. They're just jealous, Kathleen. They don't understand. You just keep living with Michael. Keep feeding him those cookies. He stays possessed in me. Relaxed, not channeling, and just enjoying... Living through me and communicating with me as a husband, she said. So he likes to eat in me. He loves cookies. He cusses a lot more, too. I'd expect him to, to, as a former fan. However, she noted that the ghost struggles with physical intimacy and will punish her if she tries to take their relationship to the next level. Well, maybe he's not interested in, in you physically at all. Maybe he just doesn't find you attractive. He just wants those cookies. He doesn't like being touched back. I don't know. Seems to me like he liked being touched. I mean, he touches balls all the time. I don't see why he wouldn't want someone else to touch him. Uh, He scares me with spider visions and dead corse visions if I kiss him or try to initiate romance physically. How do you kiss him exactly? If he's living inside your body... What do you do, kiss the mirror? He is very bossy and points things out like flaws and mistakes I make. I want this chick, this medium, to talk to Michael Jackson's daughter, Paris. Or or, or any of the kids, I guess Blanket, or any of them. But I guess Paris is like the most popular one. I want to see the, their conversation, and that has to be very public. I want that on camera. I want to hear everything. In fact, we'll ha- I'll have them on the podcast. We'll have them both on here. I assume he got that from his father, so I try to overlook that because I love him and I am not perfect either. Damn, bossy Michael. Michael was just 50 when he received a fatal dose of the anesthetic... I'm not going to be able to pronounce this right. Propofol? Nope, definitely said that wrong. From his doctor on the afternoon of June 25th, 2009. The singer was married to Lisa Marie Presley from 1994 to 1996. After they divorced, he went on to wed nurse Debbie Rowe. I want to know, since his father's dead, if the father was at the wedding with him and uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Michael had two children with Debbie, Michael Jr. and Paris. Before they divorced in 1999, Michael also had a second son, Prince Michael II, via an unknown surrogate. I right, we're getting to the end of this, people. It's unclear why his ghost allegedly struck up a relationship with Kathleen, whom he uh, never met when he was alive. I'm telling you, it's got to be those cookies. He does love eating them. While she was o- while she always had a big crush on him, it may have been perceived. It may have been her perceived connection to Marilyn that drew him to her. Michael reportedly had a fascination with the Hollywood starlet, and he kept a painted fiberglass figure, Marilyn, in his private office at Neverland. He also had a photo of her on his bedside table. Kathleen admitted that she gets upset over the thought of losing Michael and will flip out with jealousy over certain people. I mean, who, who are you losing him to? He's dead. You're lucky that you can even talk to him, right? Going public with her story has led to cruel haters accusing her of being mentally ill, which she denies. Man, she's got to be a fun... She would be a fun guest to have on the podcast, man. Holy crap. I right, last uh, two things. She says, Michael has helped me deal with the stresses of online fame and how it compares to his fame, she shared, saying she is grateful for their unique marriage. I feel special that he chose me for a wife... Though not on paper, she wrote. Um, We treat our relationship as though we are married. We have our ups and downs, but Michael, the truth is, I just can't stop loving you. Well, that's beautiful. My God. Well, there we go. We got some crazies uh, married to Michael Jackson's ghost. Congratulations to uh, the happy couple. My God. I don't know how long you've been married, but congratulations to Marilyn Monroe and uh, Michael Jackson. Okay, I'm just about done here. I'm going to uh, give Theo Vaughn a quick call again, because why not? And then I'm out. Sound good? All right, let's see what... uh, We will say this week. I guess we'll have to tell him about Cardi B going to Jersey. And uh, we will see if he calls a pork roll and if she calls a pork roll and what the hell is going to go on. Okie dokes. See if this works. Hey, what's up? This is Theo Vaughn. Uh, This is the This Past Weekend Hotline. Uh, I appreciate you calling. I want to let you know that. No problem. Uh, This is a space where you can leave a question, a comment, um, an issue, a concern, a topic, a thought, anything you want. Uh, this is a space, you know, this that hotline. So you can leave that. Uh, you can leave your name in. You can leave your name out. Um, it, it'll uh, it'll turn off after three minutes. So if you're going long, you're going to have to call back and finish your comments or whatever. But uh, I appreciate you calling, and, uh, and I, I appreciate your support with this past weekend. I'll be good, you little dust bear. I love you. Bye. Yo, Theo, it's Frankie D. I'm uh, I'm pretty upset. I heard that Cardi B is looking for houses in New Jersey, and she's looking in the Northeast area. You know what that means? Ugh, she's probably going to be calling it Taylor Ham. I-, I gotta know what you think about that. I'm th- I you know I gave you a call last week I gave you some time to think about it I'm thinking you're a poor girl person you seem smart right you're not an idiot like those Northeast Jersey people so I'm am re- really not happy about her moving to Jersey I think she I think I saw she lives in uh, Atlanta I think she should just stay there stay out of Jersey if we're gonna have celebrities that live here it's gonna be like Bon Jovi Frankie Valli you know stuff like that so yeah give me your thoughts let me know if you call a poor girl. Because if you call a Taylor Ham, I don't think I can talk to you anymore. Um, and let me th- now let me know if you think what you think Cardi B will be calling it, pork roll or Taylor Ham if she ends up moving to Jersey. All right, peace out. Okay, people, the call to Theo Vaughn is over. All right, so that's about it with the show today. Seems like my technical difficulties weren't so bad today. Again, I could possibly, in the future, be switching to another platform to live stream on, but I will still be uploading to uh, YouTube. You know, like, I'll still be posting the podcast episodes too here. So if you're listening on YouTube, don't worry. The episodes will still be on there. And then, of course, you know, Spotify, Apple, all those will still be left alone. All right, so that's it with the show today. Again, everyone, if you're listening... To the Frankie D Show on YouTube. Subscribe to it. Smash that subscribe button. Uh, Ding the bell. Hit the thumbs up. If you're listening on Apple. Leave me a review. And subscribe to me on Spotify, Apple, Podbean. Anywhere you listen to your podcasts. And uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter. At the Frankie D Show. Again, all you gotta do is remember the Frankie D Show. It's funny. I, um... I feel like, you know, all the podcasters, all the YouTube people, they all say, make sure you plug everything at least twice. And it's kind of like, I feel like I'm just annoying you people and you, if you're going to subscribe anyway, you're just going to subscribe anyway. And if you're not, you're not. I feel like me telling you probably doesn't do anything, but hey, I guess I got to follow what all these successful people say, right? Okay, then I'm done. Everyone that listened live, thank you for listening. Everyone that's listening in the, uh, to the recordings, thank you very much. And I am out. Peace.